everybody. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've got good acting on the mind, so I'm really trying to project like, hey, how's it going? Well, welcome to, ep- what is this, episode six of Mike and Kate? No, five. Six, It'll be five, five because we five, skipped that one right. week. Yeah. Uh, episode five <laughs> of Mike and Kenny Learn to Talk. I'm Mike. I'm Kenny. And today, we're going to talk about something <laughs> real fun, I'm sure. Y'all remember high school, right? Everyone Those remembers high school, right? Awkward, awkward, <laughs> terrible, awful, and also kind of fun days. We figured it might be interesting to uh, think back to high school days and uh, talk about some of the drama. Some of the weird stuff that happened in high school. What's with the accent? Well, again, going back to what we just watched. <laughs> just to clear the air here, we, we just watched a video on YouTube called The Best of Bad Acting, and it's, it's... It is fantastic. It's amazing. If you get a chance, watch it. It's good. I mean, I like to think of myself as one of those actors. Like, that is probably how I would act. Like, so, so good. No, yeah, Kenny, you're just the... Epitome of bad good acting. acting. No, good <laughs> acting. You bad don't acting. put yourself down. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, high school. Uh, yes, high school. We were at, in high school about the same time. You were a few years ahead of me. But yeah. About the same time. But I think our high school experiences were quite different. <laughs> Very different, in fact. Yeah, um, almost definitely. Well, you know what's weird, too? So, um, the high school we went to, like, my... Yeah, we did go to the same high school. Right. In my class, like, we we were the, like, last class to, like, get, like, any of the good stuff. Right, because yeah. Because the first, my, my freshman year of high school, uh, the high school still had um, a flex block. So they had block scheduling, so it was, like, four class periods a day, each, like, 90 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you got a half hour or however long it was for lunch, I don't remember. Um, but that, that was a flex block. So you could like eat lunch wherever you wanted. You, you didn't have to stay in the cafeteria. You could go to classrooms. You could be in the hallways. You can kind of do whatever with that time. Yeah. And then like right when I, my class came in, it was like batting down the hatches in school. You guys can't do anything. These kids. (laughs) We'll tell you exactly where to go, exactly what to do. Yeah, no, it it became like a jail. It was crazy. And that's, um, also once... Our class left after that. Then they switched to like the nine period days and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's probably our fault, honestly. Like probably. my class, like came in and just ruined everything Rocked for it. everyone else. But um, yeah, you know, it's funny. A lot of people say, especially when you're in middle school, that's like the big thing. It's oh man, be careful about being a freshman. You're gonna mm-hmm. get beat up and swirlied yeah. and wet willied or whatever they do. But actually, I think my freshman year of high school was probably my best in some ways. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, but also probably one of the most drama-filled ones. How about you? you see, what do you I, think your best year of high school was? That's, that's an interesting question. Um, I wasn't prepared for it either. <laughs> well, um, now you got to think, I, so have fun. So, best... Um, I, I didn't get into a whole lot of drama in high school. I kind of was one of those awkward kids that just, like, <laughs> didn't do anything. I stuck to my path. I, like, went straight to classes during, like, breaks. I didn't talk to anyone. <laughs> Can he put, like, horse blinders on him so Pretty he just much. could avoid no, people No, that's what people, cost. like, explain me as. Like, man, you don't talk at all. Like, I got stuff to do. I was very <laughs> focused. busy guy. Um, but I would say probably senior year probably for me, actually. Because that's when I started to come out of my shell a bit more. Sure, yeah. And actually talk to people. Right. Yeah. And after senior year, high school was over, so it was pretty good. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Well, you know, I I was kind of the same way. Uh, I didn't have, like, a specific clique that I was in, Mm -hmm. but... 
I was people knew me for being like a funny guy, so sure. I was pretty much okay with every like click out there because mm. you know there it, it was weird, especially uh, from middle school to early high school. Even like the really popular preppy kids liked me, but then I stopped like hanging with yeah. them because I got boring. But I, I don't know. I never really had a lot of trouble on that front. I think most of the drama that came from high school for me was stuff dealing with like relationships both mine and other people's right, relationships sure. which was just kind of a mess I'm, I'm kind of in the same way with you based on like the clicks and stuff i everybody pretty much liked me in high school yeah we didn't make but, enemies yeah <laughs> we weren't enemy makers but i, I didn't really like anyone in high school <laughs> well so. hey I think that's why people liked you. It's like, oh, we like Kenny. He hates everyone. <laughs> he hates everyone. He is. He hates everyone equally. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm fair. <laughs> yeah. Equal opportunity hate. So you said that freshman year was probably the best for you. Why was it yeah. the best? Well, the first part is just that freedom because things were way more laid back in terms of like the way the school was set up. Right. Not even just the flex block. I feel like there just wasn't as much like... There, there was a point in our school where there were like cops all over, yeah, everywhere, was, yeah. and you know it wasn't that bad freshman year. Things were pretty laid back. And, for the, the, most and part. the thing is, <laughs> we're in like the northern suburbs. Yeah, no, we didn't it's go to a bad school. At all. This we wasn't like the inner school. city. I think every all the faculty there wanted it to be like a bad school. They yeah. wanted like some. All right, we got to straighten these kids out. We're fine, but they didn't think so. I, yeah, I, I don't know <laughs> what happened on that front, but yeah, so. um that, like, I remember liking a lot of the classes I took freshman year. Now, my memory's terrible, so I can't mm. remember them specifically. But there was one that I'm pretty sure was an English class, but the, it, we weren't even in a classroom. It was almost kind of like a multi-purpose room, just kind of in the back corner. Gotcha. Uh, and, like, it, it was a large open space, and, like, we didn't have desks. I think we just had, like, individual tables and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And that was a class, too, where we got to do a lot of, like, uh, skits. Oh, that's out cool. and, stuff. and yeah, that was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed doing that. Um, and that was the year I got my first girlfriend, too, mm -hmm. which was great for some parts <laughs> and awful for others. Because, like, anyone, everybody knows that high school relationships are just like a pure recipe for horrible oh, drama. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And it can just like lead to absolute disaster. And that's kind of what happened to mine. See, the problem is there's an immaturity issue. Uh-huh. So I know for me, I was way less committed to the relationship than I think my girlfriend was. Right. And that's just because like, I was immature and this was like my first real relationship. So the real, you know, I say, <laughs> I say like it's super serious. But, mm. but I, I guess that was my like uh, thought process going into it. I'm like, oh, well, this, you know, it's a freshman year of high school relationship. It's, you know, a new fun thing. But it, I didn't take it as like... As serious as I feel everyone else did. Because yeah, you probably well, noticed that too, right? In high school, everyone in a relationship, they acted like they, they were with their soulmate. Well, exactly. And that's the thing. Like, and that's probably why I, I didn't have any relationships in high school at all. Mm. I just didn't get the point. It seemed so useless. Like, honestly. In a long-term sense. I was like, this, part, is, yeah. this is dumb. I'm just going to pretend to like someone. No, not necessarily pretend Just to like pretend. Not necessarily pretend to like someone. Jeez, Ken. But see, pretend you feel human emotions. That's why I was bad in high school. I didn't feel anything. <laughs> 
Kenny's just like, a, you're, you're like an android trying to learn how to be a human. You know, I'm such a weird person. Like, I'm so bad at showing my emotions, like, all the time. And get, like, getting weird, I don't, like, feel a lot of emotion. I'm, like, making my, I don't know if stop me, Mike. Where am I going? Well, no, I know what you mean, though, but... I think a lot of a lot of guys are like that, honestly, and I, yeah. I think I'm kind of a standout in the sense that I'm way more emotional than I think most guys are, mm-hmm. and that, that probably has a lot to do with the fact that I grew up mostly hanging out with my mom because she worked midnights, so she was there with me all the time during the day while my dad was at work. So right. I don't know. There could be a thousand different reasons why, but I don't think you're that weird to say <laughs> that. Like I don't. I, I think that's kind of normal for a lot of guys because that's the society we grow up in. It's a lot of just like don't feel feelings are dumb. Yeah, and so. I mean that's what I felt a lot in high school, and it didn't mix with other people. That's why I yeah didn't sure. have like a lot of really strong lasting friendships from high school. So be it, and I'm, I'm not torn up about it or anything. Yeah, but, but uh, going going back to like the relationships thing. Um, me not taking my relationship as seriously as my girlfriend did definitely took a toll. And I'll take full responsibility. I'm probably a big reason why things got as bad as they did. <laughs> but, like, I wasn't a bad boyfriend or, like, a jerk or anything like that. But I wanted to have my time with my girlfriend and then my time with my friends. Right. And my girlfriend wanted to have the time with me. And that's it. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I love spending time with you, but I don't want to ditch my friends. Exactly. Because that's another big thing, too. I always hated when a friend would get into a new relationship and then it would you completely change them. them. Yep. Yeah, would, you'd never see them. It would change them completely. They mm-hmm. would never even try to contact you. And you're like, well, dude, I've been your friend for years. Why would you play me like that? See, and that's that's another thing from me. Like, I want if I wanted to get into a relationship, I want it to be someone who's similar to me. Sure. So I don't yeah. have to change at all. And everyone that, like, I met in high school, it's like... Sure, we could date, but it's just going to change me to be like you. So, it's, yeah, the, I mean, the, the thing point? with any relationship is there's going to be give and take. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, no, no one person should change completely. At right, all. but you, you changes do, need to, do happen within a right. relationship for sure, and that's normal. Yeah. It just becomes an issue when one person's making all the changes, exactly. and then suddenly, like everyone else in your life is getting put on the back burner because be you can only mutual, hang out with your girlfriend or whatever. Thing. Yeah. And, yeah, that that definitely took a toll. And it got to the point where I think we went on a break for a few weeks, maybe. I don't remember Mm -hmm. how long. But then we decided to get back together. But, see, you know, whenever you go on a break and then get back together, like 99% of the time, it doesn't work work out. And that's how it was for us. In fact, she, um, another friend of mine, had a crush on my girlfriend uh-huh. and they started talking more and like developing feelings which by the way and <laughs> just so people know this is years ago i hold no resentment for anybody involved in this it's not a big deal but i find it funny because i don't think they ever actually went out yeah at all i, I mean they might have fooled around here and there but i don't think they ever became like a mutual boyfriend girlfriend so I, I don't know what that situation was all about. Mm-hmm. But bottom line is that that was kind of the final nail in the coffin of that. It's just like, oh, you like my friend. Ooh, okay. Over. We're done here. So. <laughs> You're tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that uh, it didn't end very well. See, I, I was a pro at 
like wrecking, like uh, breaking girls' hearts. Ah, ah, like, yeah, Kenny, the, the teenage heartthrob here. Um, yeah, I was <laughs> looking back. I was a jerk in high school in like a couple scenarios. Not like meaning to be right, but it just happened. And then I look back and like, why did I do that? That was really bad. <laughs> but story time here. So I'm a band nerd. Um, I played the clarinet, so I'm super nerdy. Um, but in a band class, I think this was junior year of high school. Mm-hmm. So we had we had lockers in the band room to store our instruments, and uh, this was near the end of the year. I started finding like like notes and like gifts in my locker and right, stuff. Right, yeah. So it was like... Secret admirer. Yeah, exactly. So she would write these like notes like, oh, you're, you're so handsome. I bet so your penis cute. is so big, Kenny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. But <laughs> she, she would write the these. And then she would like make origami like flowers or whatever. Dude, she made you origami flowers. <laughs> she made me origami Why did flowers. you not marry this chick? You'll find out. <laughs> First off... I didn't know this at that point, but I did know this girl. She went to my ah. church. Ah. So, and she's kind of, kind of, woo-woo. <laughs> kind of weird. Okay. Um, and then I was at church uh, one weekend. Uh, we were doing some, like, youth ministry stuff. Sure. And I was with her, and she made the same origami flower to one of the kids and gave it to the kid and was like, Kenny, what do you think of this? I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Kenny, does this remind you of anything? <laughs> so I just like straight up left. And she, <laughs> she <just laughs> like, I, I gotta go. I did. I had a doctor's she appointment kept, at the dentist. She kept doing that and then I started just like throwing this stuff out. Like, <laughs> plain view. Oh! Just, like in front of her? No, I didn't mean to do it in front of her, but she saw me do it once. Oh, man. And then she Kenny. was just like crushed. She was oh. so upset. I was like, oh, man, I feel like a oh, douche now. Uh, you, <laughs> you need to learn the art of letting down people easy. I, I'm, I'm bad at it, though. I'm just so blunt, and I don't mean to be mean. It's just like, it's not going to work. I'm done. <laughs> right in the trash. Here's what I think about your origami flowers. Set them on fire. So, yeah, I'm... Oh. See, I'm. I don't show emotion very much, but when I do, it's like too dramatic, and then it just hurts people. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess to be fair, you didn't know she was watching. I guess so, but that's but no excuse. That's just bad. Still, like well, the second you found out that she was the one doing this, yeah. you've been like, "Oh, hey, listen, real nice of you, but I don't think we have the same." Mike, do you either. honestly picture me saying that? No, but Kenny, this is why I gotta learn. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. Appreciate. it. I'll write that one down. Oh, that that's uh, yeah, that, that's kind of rough. Yeah. See, I want to know though. <laughs> I guess you were kind of lucky in that sense, where it's pretty obvious that someone liked you. But me, I, I don't know if you're the same way, but I, I can't pick up signals oh, at all. No. Like I, I, I would need someone to like put stuff in my locker and give me notes because I'm mm. not gonna figure it out otherwise. Yeah, I wish it was someone like. Super hot or something. Right! <laughs> Come on! Why is it always like... The... I mean, she wasn't bad looking. She was a decent looking girl, but I, eh, it just didn't work. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> you, know, you know more than anyone how bad I am at picking up jokes, picking up like signals, cues. Yes, I, I know. Can, You're trying to be human and you can't pick up those I cues. cannot read 
anyone. Like, I'm so bad at it. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, real subtle social cues that are hard to pick up on. Okay, but let, let, let me be real for a second here, though. I think there's more than just having trouble picking up signals. Mm-hmm. Because, let, let's face it, it's a lot worse for a guy to misread signals than it is for a girl. It's true. Very true. Yeah. In, in many ways. But, like, for me personally, like, my biggest fear is to be labeled as, like, a creep. You know, no. I don't want girls to think, ah, oh, it's that guy. <laughs> don't even say hi to him or he'll think you're hitting on him. Yeah. So, you gotta, and I wish more girls understood this, a lot of times if you're trying to just do, like, subtle little, oh, I like you, I'm trolling my hair. Like, even if we kind of pick up on it, we think, like, no way. That's not a signal. She's just being nice or friendly or whatever. And because that, that's the safe bet, to just assume that they don't actually like you that way, that you're just misreading the signals. So that's, for me, even if I do pick up on little things, I'll usually just, like, let it go and be like, nah. I need someone to be way more direct. Otherwise, I'm, like, I'm just too afraid to even be like, hey, I noticed that one time you looked at me. You like me? (laughs) (laughs) Because all it would take is that one time, and she'd be like, oh, my God, no. (laughs) And then you'd, like, come to school the next day with, like, posters up, like, beware this guy. He's a... Perv. It's like, what? <laughs> so, for girls out there, if you are if you got a boy you like and he's not picking up what you're putting down, maybe lay it on a little thicker <laughs> because sometimes you just got to ignore those signals to play it safe. Yeah. The, uh, signals are something that I can never, like, understand. I, I just don't get them. Like, just tell me. Don't. Yeah. Don't beat around the bush and stuff like that. And I'll tell I, someone if I like them and it won't work out, but, you know, <laughs> at least I try. Crash and burn, but hey. Yeah. No, I, but that's my, I see, I'm, I'm kind of a hypocrite in that sense, though, because I, <laughs> being an emotional guy, I'm also kind of like, I don't, why am I so emotional? So if I have feelings for someone, I'll just be like, no, just keep it inside. <laughs> no one wants your emotions. No one wants your love. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, this is getting too real. This, this whole podcast is getting too real. We're just like sulking about ourselves, being how terrible we are. Point is, <laughs> in high school, especially with like hormones going crazy, that that all that awkwardness and stuff is just quadruple. Mm-hmm. And it gets to the point too, where like I was saying before, it's not even your own relationships that cause so much drama. It's other people's too that you know you don't you don't even have a part in. Mm-hmm. Like actually, there was a. When I was dating my girlfriend, we went to this winter dance they had. Okay. And that was, like, my first time ever going to a school dance. And I really didn't want to go. I'm not a huge... Like, I'm fine with dancing, just, like, dances themselves. I'm not a huge fan of them, but whatever. She wanted to go, so I said, yeah, fine. Um, So we went, and we had a really good time. I think that was when we had our first kiss. Oh, But... Her friend was, like, getting creeped on by some other guy. And this is what I'm talking about. (laughs) Like... This is why you can't misread signals because then you turn into this guy uh-huh. who ends up basically stalking her all night. So me and our friend Brian, who was also there, we basically spent a good half of the night just trying to keep this guy away from oh, her. Geez. And it like this night that should be like me having fun with my girlfriend becomes like a job to, to fight off some other dude. That's <laughs> like. Man, this is so dumb. Like, I have nothing to do with this, and I get dragged into it. Have there ever been situations like that for you? Um, 
Well, there's probably been a few I know of at least our friends. <laughs> I, see, it's it's a hard line to walk because I don't want to say too much in case right, I'm not okay exactly, with this, but exactly. in a broad sense, I guess. So, I mean, most of the drama that happened to me, it wasn't relationship-based stuff. Okay. Um, I was in a lot of sports in high school. That's right. That's what I filled my time with. Um, and when there was drama within those certain groups of people, <clears throat> we just battened down the hatches and got, we dealt with it. Like, uh, <laughs> so there's, <laughs> got fisticuffs up, we fought it out like I mean, there's a few scenarios where that happened, and yeah. honestly, I prefer it way more. Yeah, me too. At I'm least that way you can get it out of your I'm system. I'm better at expressing myself that way, and then when you're done with it, it's like, okay, cool, we're, we're good. Right. We understand you're a jerk, and now you're bleeding. So <laughs> now you're bleeding, and I love it. Let's go. Let's get back on the mat, and here we're good to go. So I was more of a what's the word for it? Um, <laughs> awkward silence. I don't know. That, that stuff gets edited out. There, there's a there's there. a word for it, but um, <laughs> what am I trying to say? I just kind of. Dealt with situations when they came out. If someone pissed yeah, me you, off, yeah, you didn't let someone, things fester. You yes, just, you just deal with it, and right. that's that's what happens within like sports teams and stuff. You can't let those things stay around, or you're just gonna lose. Right. And if you're a competitive person like me, I want to attack problems and deal with them right away, so it doesn't. No, that's good. That's a good way to look at it. Because well, not necessarily. Okay, it depends how you deal with it. Well, do you have I, an example? I mean, you don't go around and beat up people. Well, no, no, I mean, not like that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, hopefully you don't. But I mean, at least when there is okay, an issue, yeah, yeah, at least like you identify it right away. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people will just let that stuff fester. Let and I, I'm sit, guilty of yeah. it too. Because I'm also, I do believe you have to pick your battles. Mm-hmm. So, like for example, if someone does something that like is a minor annoyance to you. Whatever, let it go. You're probably just being stuck up about it. Right. If there's an actual serious issue, though, then, yeah, that's a time that you can't just let it go. you got to actually bring mm-hmm. it up and be like, hey, when you did this, there was an issue. And I think everyone struggles with that. Yeah, because sure. well, it can be hard. I mean, really like... really hard, and yeah. I, I'm not, you know, it's kind of weird, because I'd like to avoid conflict if I can, but at the same time, I'm not like afraid of it like if mm. i know uh, some sort of conflict is going to happen i'll be like yeah whatever let's just get it over with but i do have friends who just like shut down anytime there's a kind of conflict so mm. like if you say something that might rub them the wrong way or if you show that like you might be angry with them in some way they're just kind of shut down and i actually this isn't high school anymore this was in college but a buddy and me got into an argument it was a dumb little thing real mm. dumb it, in any other like situation, it would have been like, eh, whatever, let's forget about it. But because he has trouble dealing with conflict, right. he just kind of shut down. And I don't think we talked for weeks because he just really? didn't, he didn't want to talk about it. I would even text him and be like, dude, we got to just like clear the air about this because this isn't healthy. But he just did not want to talk about it. And, you know, once enough time passes, then it became fine. But mm. that that's that's not a good way to handle anything. Like, if there is a problem, you have to address it. Right. And, you know, that high school, I think, is another area where kids are so immature at that point that they don't know how to handle conflict right. Exactly. But I guess that's kind of the point, because it's an awkward phase where you're not a kid anymore, but you're not an adult either. 
And that's like what you're saying before, where it's like, what's the point of having relationships in high school? It's not like it's going to you know last forever. And in some situations, it actually does, but most situations it doesn't. But that's not the point. You do it because it's practice. Exactly. For, you uh, know I, the I, real world. I totally agree, and that's <laughs> I missed out on some practice, so I'm going to be super awkward <laughs> the rest of my life. But that's the rest okay. of my life. I like being awkward. It's, it's more fun. I don't want to be normal. <laughs> yeah, normal's boring. Forget that. Yeah, exactly. Just be a creepy, awkward little freakazoid. That's what you got to do. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, okay. I, I guess <laughs> this is a big part of high school, so I guess I'm, I'm kind of sticking on it. Let me know if you get bored about talking sure. about this. But kind of going back to like high school crushes and stuff like that, have you ever been in a situation where you crushed on someone who either didn't feel that way about you or like just something went completely wrong and it was just the worst? Yeah, that, there was a bad, a bad example for this. And this mm. one actually hurt me pretty bad. So this was the end of senior year into college. Okay. Um, so I met this girl um, in a PE Excel class. Um, really cool girl. Um, we, we got to talking, stuff like that. Nothing really happened in high school, but once we, uh, we both went to ECC, mm-hmm. uh, we kept on talking a bit. Uh, we went out, uh, like, a couple dates. Like, I don't even know if they were really dates or not. We went to play, like, frisbee golf, stuff like that. Just okay. hung out, got coffee, her coffee tea for me. <laughs> I was gonna say, you get coffee. a coffee guy. Uh-huh. Um, but then I like actually asked her out on, on a date, a real date. And right. Everything like, I must've been reading cues wrong again or something, <laughs> but she like totally shut me down. She was like, Oh, I'm not, I'm can't be with anyone right now or something like that. I'm like, Oh, cool. <laughs> oh. Uh, okay. So is this weird now? <laughs> yeah. I, I had no idea what happened. I was like, totally lost. I was like, I thought things were going good. Yeah. I thought we were like friends and like. I don't even know. It was weird. See, it's it's so... And that that was a bad one, too. I was pretty upset about that. Yeah. Well, you know what's so hard about that? Like, I, I'm a firm believer that I, I really do think the best relationships end up sprouting from good, solid friendships. Mm-hmm. Because, I, I mean, let's face it, humans are complex. You know, you throughout a long-term relationship, it's pretty normal to fall in and out of love or whatever mm-hmm. or even you know as you get older appearances go away so sexual attraction might not be as strong as it once was but the point is if you have this foundation of a solid friendship if you genuinely like the other person you have common interests you enjoy being around each other right. then that, that's a really solid base for a good relationship mm-hmm. but the problem is that a lot of times when you develop a friendship with someone you like then it becomes like oh, but i i really treasure this friendship and what happens if people get worried about losing the friendship because of a relationship and i i understand that too because you know even though the relationship has the possibility of being so much more Mm -hmm. the idea of like things crashing and burning and then you don't even have that friend anymore is is rough it is Mm -hmm. rough and it is a risk but I, i think that just comes from knowing the other person and understanding that like even if this doesn't work out we both still genuinely like each other and I think we could make it work. I mean, mind you, I just told you about that horrible ending to the relationship I had. And I'm still friends with my ex-girlfriend. Yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's, that's good. Yeah, I, I don't... I'm not the kind of person who burns bridges, so mm-hmm. to speak. So it's not... I, I don't know. To me, I never saw that as a problem. I understand why other people do. But I, I've never been worried about losing a friend because of that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. But yeah, that was... 
that was probably the the girl that I actually liked the most. Right. Of course, I had crushes because they were sure. hot girls or whatever, you know. But <laughs> boobies, you know, <laughs> monkey brain like boobies. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But it's like uh, it, it was bad because like I on, I genuinely thought that it was something that could work out, and it just yeah, big explosion. It was bad. It's definitely not rough. torn up about it anymore, so that's good. I moved on, but for a little while I was. Oh yeah, with time, you know, all wounds heal. <laughs> but <laughs> that's an actual phrase, but I didn't phrase it right, so it sounded dumb. But the bright side, if there is a bright side to that situation, is it sounded like whether or not she just didn't want to be in a relationship or she wasn't into you that way. At least it wasn't like, a, oh, but she's madly in love with someone else. So now, now you're like, oh, what is that guy? Because that that's happened to me before where I was really crushing on this one girl. And I was uh-huh. hanging out with her and another mutual friend of ours. And like I really liked her, and I was kind of like hoping, like at some point during the day, I could kind of bring it up or see where that goes. But then, like this whole, like suddenly, she starts talking about this other kid oh, she really likes, and she's talking to our friend, like text him, text him, ask him if he likes me, and all that. So I'm sitting there, like hanging out with these people, having to listen to the girl that's I like talking about how she likes someone else, and I'm like, oh, that sucks. Okay, well, I'm just gonna leave. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that is definitely rough. Yeah, that's that's bad. I I don't know. In in those situations, it's just like, well, I mean, if someone can't see, and I don't know if you're like dropping clues to her or anything at that point, or if you just picked up already. Like, well, it's too late already. I I don't know. The truth is, I want to say like, oh, it was obvious. I did all these like cute things that only boyfriends would do. But then at the same time, I'm like, I I don't know. Maybe I just don't. Maybe I'm not good at like showing people that I like them more than friends. Because like I was saying before, despite like my gooey emotional core on like the outside, I don't. I don't like feeling that open or that. What's what's the word I'm looking for? I guess like. Again, we are really bad at thinking. Closed. <laughs> no, no, I mean vulnerable is a word oh, I'm okay, for. I don't like feeling vulnerable. And uh-huh. that's that's what you do when like you go and express your... By the way, we're very sick Wait, individuals, it... so don't take any of this as advice. <laughs> but like, I don't like shoving my emotions at someone else and be like, I like you! Because then I feel like, no, you're, you're going to hurt me. <laughs> I've let down my guard and you're going to stab me. And I, I don't know. So maybe I wasn't laying down hints at all, but... But no matter what, in that situation, it's like, well, even if I did, would it have made a difference? She obviously liked this other guy, so I guess I should have been grateful because I was like, well, at least I didn't make an ass out of myself. Now I know (laughs) to avoid that, but... Yeah, it's... I don't know. Relationships are super complex, and I... mm, Terrible at them. Like, I'm so terrible, I don't understand them in any way. Yeah. I'm terrible at, like, giving hints that I like someone. It's like... Right. Yeah, I'll talk to someone for a bit, and I'm like, well, I'll just be blunt about it. And I'm like, well, that was probably a bad idea. <laughs> okay. So, we've talked a bit about, like, the relationship stuff dealing uh-huh. with high school. I guess, moving on now, what about, like, classes you've had? Like, classes and teachers you've loved and hated and any kind of drama or yeah, stuff that so- comes from there? I mean, the classes in high school, I, I wasn't a big fan of, like, many of them at all, really. Sure. I had one of my favorite teachers was, his name was Mr. Clark. He was an English teacher. Okay. Um, and this guy, he had so many cool stories. Like, 
<laughs> he was a cop at one point. He was homeless at one point. <laughs> it was like, and he like traveled the the United States. It was so cool. He, uh, one of the stories he told, he was like, yeah, I was living on a beach in a box, working at a sandwich shop, and it's like, dude. That's awesome. Dude, what kind of box? <laughs> exactly. Really? Yeah, and he just had so many stories, and that's that's what I like. And it had nothing to do with like what he was teaching. Yeah. So, uh, the only classes I enjoyed in high school were really history classes. Yeah. And it didn't it didn't really matter who the teacher was, because I mean history is history. You just learn it and that's I enjoyed the content of it. Right. Um, Thorson who was a was a cool teacher for sure. Um but none of the classes in high school were super, like, memorable to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think high school classes I had were more memorable than stuff in, like, middle school and stuff like that. But, you know, talking about, like, Mr. Thorson, he was a history teacher at our uh, high school. And he was really cool. His classes were a ton of fun because he would actually, like, dress up. Like, uh, we... Well, I had him for multiple classes. I had him for... One class that was wars and conflict, mm-hmm. and so that that kind of dealt with wars throughout like most of history. So when we were talking about the Romans, he came in with like full like Roman, right. you know, armor and stuff like that. And the same deal when we started talking, might have been the Civil War where he had like mm-hmm. a big off. I don't remember, but he like he played music during his lectures, like epic like movie soundtracks to really get us into. See, and what the was scene. cool about him, he was obviously passionate about the oh, yeah. subject matter that he is teaching about and that's what makes a teacher so better if anyone wants to become a teacher be passionate about what yeah, you, you teach you got to love what you're teaching because yeah. it makes a if you don't difference. the kids aren't going to absorb anything yeah sure. and uh kind of an example of that and people are going to hate me because i can't think of his name right now but there was a math teacher at our high school and you know math being the like oh, the boring hard subject uh-huh. But he was so unbelievably passionate about math that he actually made the classes a lot of fun. And it helped, too, that he was a younger teacher. Right. That isn't to say that, like, old teachers can't be good. But I think younger teachers are, in general, a little more excited about what they're doing because they're more new to it. Mm -hmm. Um, So he had had a lot of energy. He was a funny guy. He really, really liked math for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. And so it made the classes a lot of fun to be in. And that's, uh, you're right, you got to have that passion when you're teaching, because that's the only way you're going to get your students to care what you're talking about. If you don't care, why should they? Right, exactly. Yeah. But, like I said, uh, classes didn't really do it for me in high school. Um, I was more about what I could do outside of school attached to <clears throat> school's, school stuff. <laughs> school, 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 school stuff. What did I just say? <laughs> I have no idea what I just said, but... Uh, <laughs> The most, the stuff that I learned the most in high school was from sports. Wrestling uh, was probably the biggest one for me. Mm-hmm. I learned how to be the person who I am right now. I learned how to work hard, uh, learned how to deal with hardships and stuff. And I can't recommend doing sports enough to someone in high school. I think it is the best thing for someone. It takes a lot of work and mm-hmm. on top of all your studies too, it doesn't give you a lot of time for Relationships. Wow. <laughs> Fascinating. Suddenly, I've learned a lot about <laughs> it all myself. It makes sense. But it, it really molds you as a person. And anyone in high school can do a high school sport. That's the thing. There's no barriers to entry mm-hmm. for those things. So I think 
since it's so easy to do, you got to do it while you can. Because once you're an adult, the barrier to entry to get yeah, into a sport, right. a club, or something is so much more difficult. No, I agree. I, I think uh, doing sports and stuff like that is is fantastic. And, and I wish I liked sports more because mm-hmm. I think being in like a team sport is really valuable. I just had no interest, so that's why I, I didn't try out for any sports. But uh, no, I agree. I think it's if anyone even has a slight interest, I think it's a great thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you know, I didn't really do a lot of extracurricular stuff when it came mm-hmm. to school. You know, oh, actually, I can't believe I forgot about this. Um, there were, you know, high school clubs. Right. Yeah. And um, freshman year, when we had that flex block, a lot of times during lunches when clubs would meet. And my friends, my group of friends who were like a year older than me, they all hung out in the German room because mm-hmm. they took German for their second language and that, that was like the the club they joined. And mind you, you didn't have to speak German to be in the German club. It was just a thing. Yeah. Um, so I, I hung out with them a lot and I would be in that club. And <laughs> this is like my first year here. Like I, I don't, I don't know German. I didn't even take German. I took French and they voted me vice president <laughs> of the German club. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, which didn't mean much. You had, like, a few, like, planning responsibilities. It wasn't, like, any kind of big thing. But I just thought it was so weird. I was like, how did I get reeled into this? (laughs) I'm a freshman who doesn't even take German. (laughs) And I'm the vice president of German club. I mean, that's, like, high school in a nutshell for you. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) No, none none of it makes any sense at all. But I think that's kind of what made it so fun. Because when when you think back to, and kind of what you were saying about what the classes, like, you don't, what you remember most isn't usually the classes. It's Mm -hmm. the people and the stuff you did with them. Yeah. Which is why, like, even though I feel like I did a decent amount of stuff in high school with with people, I I regret that I wasn't more outgoing. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, again, those... Those are the formative years when those experiences are actually really, you know, they're there. They're there for you. You're surrounded by people your age. You have, you know, so much opportunity to do different things. And no, I think I think you got to take them. Now, I'm not saying do drugs and LSD and stuff like that. Like, give me the heroin needle. I'm just saying, like, you know, people invite you to hang out and you would rather just sit in your room and play video games. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. But you can't do that every week, you know. Right. But say yes every once in a while. You got to get out there and right. meet new people for sure. Yeah. That's why tonight we're going to Beer Fest. Beer Fest. And probably not going to meet anyone. But we're going to drink a lot of beer? Yeah, at least that'll be there. So that'll yeah, be fun. I mean, you know, I mean, certain scenarios, beer is better than people. So, you know, <laughs> sound Most. like an alcoholic now. <laughs> <laughs> At least beer never hurts me. Well. <laughs> I, well, you. Um, okay, so what do, you, what do you think was your worst year of high school? Ah, uh, worst year. Hmm. And I'm having you talk first because mine's going to get real. Oh, is so, it going to? Oh, okay. Real. Because so. you, you already know mine's not going to be that good. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've already said you, you like try to avoid a lot of those like, yeah, things. So I, I, I know you didn't have any like serious, horrible drama. but um, I mean, the most is probably my sophomore year. And again, is probably... Uh, no, I'll say junior year, because junior year was the year that I, I didn't make uh, the soccer team. Okay. So I was pretty upset about that, because it was very political. 
um, unfortunately. Oh. Um, in the <laughs> the decisions, but I won't get into that crap. Popularity contest. Yeah. Um, and then the wrestling <laughs> season was very difficult for me that year, especially because I was moving up weight classes, then having to cut down to weight classes and stuff. I did a lot of cutting in uh, junior year, and that takes a pretty big toll on you. So. Yeah, no, I remember you having to... <laughs> That was, <laughs> constantly like no, not starve yourself, but yeah, I know, yeah. I know that was a rough. So I'd, I'd probably say you. that, and then junior year is probably the most class intensive and test yeah. in, intensive stuff. So right, studies are hard. That was the a year the ACT you had to take. And, so yeah. yeah, but overall, I mean, there it wasn't that much worse than any of the other years. It wasn't like better than any of the just other like a little years. more stressful. Yeah, for the most maybe part. that. That's yeah. probably about it. Yeah, no, ju- junior year definitely does bring on more stress since mm-hmm. usually that's the year that, I mean, I guess you can't take them earlier, but if you're going to be taking uh, AP classes for college credit, that's usually the year you start. Right. Um, plus, there's the ACT you got to worry about. Well, I, I know high schools around the country are different because like, we had to take an ACT, but we didn't have to take the... The writing portion, right? Well, isn't it like... Isn't SAT another oh, test that like we yeah, didn't have to take? Yeah, we didn't take? take the SATs. I don't think they require the ACT anymore. Yeah, they probably don't. Yeah, it's so know. weird. Um, but yeah, we didn't take the SAT, and other places take the SAT. Yeah, I guess yeah. it like depends on where you are in the country, like what matters. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's, see, it's, it's really weird to me. I wonder, like, what? I guess they have some kind of conversion because, like, if I wanted to go to like a school in I don't know California. Like a college in California that like looks at SAT scores and I only have ACT scores. I don't know how that would work. Uh, There's probably some way that they can compare them. But actually, funny little tidbit on the ACT. So a lot of kids really stressed out about that. Mm -hmm. I didn't even study for it. Like I I was like, whatever, it's a dumb test. I want to get my, I don't know, 25 or whatever and just get out of there and not worry about it. I ended up walking away with a 31. Man, he's so smart. For those who don't know, the max score you can get is a 36. So a 31 is pretty good. Um, And I did better than this small little Indian kid. (laughs) I don't... Do you know know Kinshit? Do you remember him? Yeah. Yeah. Uh Okay, he's an awesome guy, and he studied so (laughs) hard for this test. Really stressed out about it. Like, during, like, study hall and everything, he would just be just studying and doing practice problems and really, like, Mm -hmm. getting down to brass tacks. And I think he ended up getting, like, a a 29 or something, which is still really good. That's enough to get into pretty much any college you want to. But, like, I got two points better than them by not trying, and I was like, I feel bad about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, I mean, I was the same way with you. I was like... This test, those tests are the absolute worst thing. I hate them so much. It's like standardized testing is dumb. It's so so dumb, and we don't, we shouldn't get into it because right. I'll just probably start screaming. But <laughs> it's so dumb, and it's like I was the same way as you. I was the only I have a score as you, <laughs> but I just didn't care about it. It's like first off, I don't even know what college I'm going to at this point. Oh God, yeah. I'm going to ECC, so I don't care how I do on this stupid ACT test. I did decent, but. Like, oh, I, I hated it so much. Yeah, I don't know. Standardized testing to me just never really made a whole lot of sense. Because, yeah, like, it all is so dependent on what you want to do anyway outside of school. And first of all, when you're a junior, like, I, I don't expect anyone to know what they want to do um, after. I Man, I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was in college. <laughs> I don't know what I want to do now when I have a job. So, like, 
I don't expect any high school junior to know what they're going to do after high school. Mm-hmm. So you make you make them take these tests that may or may not really matter in the long run. And the fact that it's all standardized to a specific way. So, you know, if someone just is great at, you know, English stuff or whatever, but just really has struggles with math... Well, then they're going to do awful in the math section, which brings their score down. And it's like, well, yeah, mm-hmm. man, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it's not going to do very well. Exactly. You know? Some people are just better at other things. And I, I don't yeah. know why that's not taken into account in any way. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I do, I'm not saying, like, school's dumb because they make you learn math. Like, everyone should know math. Everyone should take all these classes. That's fine. But when you, like, start putting the weight of a person's future on this test... Right. That is so specific becomes, on certain yeah. skills. It's like, I don't think that's a good I think, idea. I think people are starting to realize that, too. That's why they're kind of eliminating those, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think in the next decade or so, we're probably going to see some major changes yeah. on that front. But let's go back to your, your initial question. So okay. you asked me what my worst year was. It was a pretty lame answer. So now we're going to go give us something good to listen <laughs> oh, to, Oh, you Mike. want something good? Yeah, okay. we want something good. Well, so my worst year, funny enough, was my senior year of high school, which is different because a lot of people, like senior year for a lot of students is like the most chill because mm-hmm. first of all, you're almost done. Uh, second of all, during like the week of tests, you get like two days off. Because you don't have to take the ACT or stuff. You already did that. And, like, lower classmen have to take practice tests, at least during, like, one of those days or whatever. Yeah. Um, and but, you could get work study, too. So right. you leave early as well. Well, exactly. And there was actually even, um, depending on how many credits you had and stuff like that, you could even just get, like, your last block off. Just mm-hmm. Even if you didn't work, you could yeah. just have it off. And actually, I think I did for at least, a, like, a semester or so, which was nice. Mm-hmm. But that was a year that the classes I did have were like all really tough AP classes, and I remember specifically I was in AP Chemistry with Mr. Wade Charlo. Oh, who, okay, he's 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 a cool guy. Like I, I actually legitimately enjoy him. I had him for honors physics like my junior year, and, and he's he's a cool guy. And he's also really passionate about the sciences he teaches. He's he's weird. He's like kind of eccentric, I guess sure. is a good way to put yeah. it. I'm pretty. He kind of reminds me of Dwight Schrute. Okay. In the sense uh, that, right. like, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. this nerdy guy who I'm pretty sure was raised on a farm. <laughs> I think he alluded to that, or he might have even straight up said it. Pretty sure he was raised on a farm. Um, but he was, he was kind of a funny and entertaining guy and definitely passionate. But, man, his idea of an AP class is. Oh, this isn't a college class. This is going to be worse than a college class. Really? His, his thought being that if you can survive his AP class, then college is going to be a breeze. But like, he not only gave you the hardest material that he could possibly teach, he just braided you with work. Like mm-hmm. Every week you have mounds of homework you got to get done. And, you know, Forget your other classes. <laughs> you're you're going to be working on AP chemistry this whole time. Yeah. Plus... You had to do corrections for everything. Corrections for homework, corrections for tests. And, I mean, the bright side is that is a way to get a few points back. Mm-hmm. But, man, if, like, the work again <laughs> isn't enough, now you got to do it twice. So right, it's, exactly. Plus, like, we, you know, you had labs, of course, that you had to do. And there, you had to come up with, like... If we were given a certain lab that, like, we give this lab is all about titration or whatever, an easy example. But 
you had to come up with the entire process to do it, like, yourself. There weren't any instructions. You huh. you had to come up with it and bring it into class the next day. Oh, and that's the same deal with, like, notes. You had to write out all the notes before class, and then he went over them. Ugh. So, literally, every little aspect of the class was more work for you. Which you can imagine is extremely stressful for anybody, let alone a high school student oh, yeah, who's definitely. also taking other AP classes and who's also applying for colleges and trying to take college visits and all this stuff. It, it was horrible. That, on top of the fact that, yes, I had no idea what I wanted to do, what mm-hmm. college I wanted to go to. I was applying to ones, but like I, I, I just couldn't decide. And I was lucky enough that you know I had good grades and I had a good a- ACT score. So I know like my old email account was flooded with different universities. Right, like, yeah. plot off. And I was like, <laughs> no. And, <laughs> Eventually, I ended up going to the University of Iowa merely because they gave me the best like offer for a scholarship right off the bat. And I was like, good, because I don't want to apply for any more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I could have gotten more scholarships if I applied more. And I'm telling any high school student out there now, just apply for them. Even if you don't think you have a chance of getting them, just apply. You never know. But I was way too stressed to even bother with any of that. Sure. And that's yeah. I got off a lot easier than most kids did in terms of debt, but I could have gotten less debt if I had applied more. But right, going off of that too, it was just a bad year in terms of relationships with other people and like friends and stuff. I've probably had a few like dumb arguments with friends here and there that just made relationships kind of rocky for a bit. But the worst part is I had a really close friend who ended up attempting suicide. Mm-hmm. And this was, again, during, like, the height of, like, schoolwork being terrible and stuff like that, too. And on top of that, I thought I lost, like, a very close friend. And luckily I didn't. But, like, that, I think, was the pushing point that I was just like, I can't do this anymore. So I just kind of shut down for a period of time towards the end of high school. Yeah. And that's when, like, grades started plummeting. The nice thing about, like, honors and AP classes is they're weighted differently. Mm-hmm. So if you get a, a like a D in an honors class, that's like a C in like a normal class, and right. you know AP is kind of different. But I think I ended up getting like D's in like AP chemistry or whatever because I just like I, I gave up. I completely shut down. There, there was a point too where like my uh, Mr. Charlo was like calling home, and I think he pulled me out of a different class one time to talk to me, and I was just like, I just can't do it anymore. Yeah, I just don't want to do it anymore. And that, that was, I think, also another reason I chose an out-of-state college, which, again, is more expensive. But I was like, I can't be here. Sure. It's not good for me mentally, so I just had to leave for a while. So, yeah, that was that was a rough year. Definitely my worst year of high school. Probably the worst year of my life. That Yeah, but, that sucks um, for sure. Um, I'm fortunate that I, I haven't had too much of that in my life, mm-hmm. so I haven't had to deal with that. Um, I haven't, I didn't take any like super hard classes ever, even at ECC, all my classes were pretty cake. Um, not saying that I'm smart by any means. Um, it was just easy and I, I know how to work the system. So yeah, it's good to know. (laughs) Yeah. I I could work. I get good grades doing minimal effort. (laughs) I'm smart in cheating. So not cheating. (laughs) Why did I say that? No, I, working the system. I I'll, guess. I'll like say. The, I'll say this. The best way I could put it. That is a real life skill, being able to work the system. And like, mm-hmm. I, I do not condone cheating. I don't. But that is using like a different part of your brain to find a way to cheat the system, mm-hmm. like creative ways to do that. And while it's a bad thing, you also kind of got to respect it because it's like. <laughs> it's, I mean, 
it, it's maybe you're not applying your knowledge in the right way, but you are applying it. Exactly. So. You're still trying to figure out an alternative way. You don't like it's, doing it's, something. It's this, problem solving. Yeah, exactly. You don't like doing something this way, so you do it a different way. Yeah. Um, not so, I wasn't a cheater, okay? <laughs> I, I did not cheat. <laughs> I did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, yeah, <laughs> but going back to your uh, experience... Um, stuff d- does happen and it's like, yeah, it makes you better for sure. It I does. think you're, it does. you're probably not fortunate that that was a hard year, but you could learn from it and that's what makes you a better person. Yeah. So I, I am a I... firm believer in mistakes and hardships make you a better person. No, Very I, firm I totally agree. And you know, I think at some point in the future, we're going to have another podcast talking about like regrets we've had in the past and mm-hmm. things we would have liked to change but even considering all that i i don't regret who i am now mm-hmm. i may not like certain portions of my life or where i'm at in some areas and I, I, it's stuff to work towards to to improve and to hopefully find the place i want to be but i am grateful for who i am now and the friends i have now so you know if all the events that led up to this had to have happened for me to get the life I have now, then so be it. I think that's, you know, it's a good thing. Uh, yeah, and that's a good way to, to look at it. Because um, I, I do think everything that you have dealt with and that I have dealt with, that's why we are who we are. Which maybe isn't a great thing, but eh, I think we're okay. <laughs> You're pretty great, so I, I don't know sure. about myself, but... Um. Yeah, I, but that's that's the thing about high school. It's something you don't want to take too seriously, but also it's don't... It's still important. It is important. Yeah. And I know a lot of high schoolers feel like, oh, I can't wait. I know I was the same way. I was like, I can't wait till I'm out of here and I can be an adult and live my own life. And there's a lot of great things about being an adult. I'm not going to lie to you, but there's a lot of great things about being in high school and being younger than that, too. So just... Life, life is going to go by fast. You'll be surprised. So don't wish that it goes by too fast. Good words. Good words. Thanks. Nice job. I'm good at your talking words. Hey. <laughs> but I think we're ready to wrap it up. Yeah? Yeah, I think that's a good place to stop. Let's wrap up this ship and throw it away. Wrap up this ship <laughs> and throw it away. I don't know what Kenny, I you found our sign-off. You've done it. <laughs> Five episodes in and we've got it. Guys, this has been Mike and Kenny Learn to Talk. Let's wrap this ship up and throw it away. <laughs> See ya. Actually, I like that. I'm going to start using that. <laughs>